You want to read? So it's Lakuta in Tinyana 12. Kishadam Holech Acha Sichlo. Yeah, your base. Not page your base. Toyra your base. Um, so that he has a kind of um, distrust of the intellect because it might not get you um, to the truth like, I, I think he means Plato and Aristotle. So he's now moved the whole discourse from that of... Uh, Chochmus, which for him is a philosophical kind of analysis of life, to the notion of Tmimus and Pshitas without the Chochmus. And by that he means to search in everything that he does for the presence of God and God's glory and not to worry about his own glory. So the yardstick should not be chachmas. Should I do this? Should I not do this? The only yardstick is, uh, is it covered Shemaim or not? And if he follows that way, he won't get, uh, he won't, falter and stumble okay so that's the setup of the Torah now he goes and even when he does fall doesn't say um, he shouldn't fall but he says when he falls it's going to happen when he falls and this particular fall is a very deep one. And you question divine justice. Yeah, it's the, yes. Is in the way it's used in Medrash. Nevertheless, in a very paradoxical way, the nafila and the yurida is for the purpose of an aliyah. I don't know if that's true, if it's for the purpose of an aliyah or not. Actually, according to modern that would mean that the falling is the purpose of well, uh, again, I, I don't know how to translate that. 
saying like just literal Hebrew would mean the purpose of ascending is actually the descent. Taklita Aliyah, maybe his Hebrew wasn't so precise, but in modern Hebrew that would mean that the purpose of the ascent is, was actually the Nephilim. So the whole Bria was for the purpose of manifesting God's glory. Using the same Aristotelian logic that he had previously decried, he says, well, a fortiori, if everything was built only for his glory, therefore his glory is the source of all the creation. And even though the two are synonymous, well, I think even though he's unity, but there's still multiple divisions within nature or perception. For me, it's like even though the um, motivation, the one in the what right? Even though the motivation was unitary, meaning I bought, I bring, I created it for my glory. His glory is manifested in many, many ways. There's a hologram. It's a hologram of that original intentionality. So the question is, why did they need ten utterances? So the answer in the, is in the Mishnah to give schar and oynish to those who fulfill his word in ten separate um, aliquots. And each of these ten ma'amarot has a singular type of manifestation of his covert. So even though the covert is split, it's not that they are synonymous or similar, they are dissimilar, even though each one is a holographic image of the original. But it is differ in its particularity, there's a difference. In his Heichal, everyone praises his glory. So that's a pun on the Posigantilim. In each Heichal, which would be in each of the palaces, of the ten palaces that he created with his ten utterances, you can see his Kavod. Because that's how, or through which, the world was created. And we know that the whole world is filled with his kavod. And therefore, the whole world being a multiplicity, each of those multiplicities contains the whole of his kavod. So that's the end of the second uh, development. Now he carries on. If you want to tell me that the world is filled with his glory, Chas <laughs> 
it's obvious that his covet can't be in the naughty places, in the disgusting places. Even though the world is filled with my glory, I am very selective about who I give my glory to. So it can't be in the Aveira. There surely must be boundaries like covet shalolis pashem there has to be limits each one is a unitary singularity that is different from his neighbor so that's the objection that's the hava right? that since that you would think that there's limits Places the covert won't go. Right, because <coughs> because on the one hand, well, it's because of the pasuk, really. It's the pasuk, right? Well, he says If you have to already split into ten ma'amarot, surely they are separate from each other and distinct. There can't be any leakage. They are kept very tightly together so that they don't leak. Because if they could leak, then there would be a grabbing of the leakage by the denizens of the netherworld. So therefore, the, these ma'amarot, these asar ma'amarot of kavod, have their own borders of kavod which don't leak. Paradoxically, even the places that are soiled or bate of the Zoro, Sweeping Gamke in the Kabuchius Mimenisborough meaning you don't see it. There are borders to the covert as it's divided into the ten ma'amarot. But you surely know that even so they require <coughs> his vitality. He doesn't say why they must require it, but the Kabbalistic reason is that without mechadesh b'chol yom tuvo, which means every second, we would collapse, the world would collapse. It's his positive entropy that keeps it all going. He doesn't say that here. So how can you say they got it from the ten ma'amarot if you first said that ten ma'amarot have to be protected from the chitzonim by keeping them discreet and no leakage? So he says, well, then how does God control the body of Odazor? Ah, it comes from the very first ma'amar, which is called... A ma'amar satum, because there is no there nine. They said is a ten. right. Bereshis is a ma'amar satum in the sense that there's no inverted commas. Vayomer Hashem, yehi bereshis, which is interesting. I mean, <coughs> who's talking, right? Who's saying bereshis Kim? The narrator is telling us Vayomer Hashem yehi or. So we have the chorus telling us what the protagonist did. Let there be light. And he said, so who's speaking the first words, Voracious Bar? 
he calls it a mama satu, which means a closed mama, in the sense that it's closed from an author, a reader, an originator. It's just out there. It's a ma'amar. It's just out there on its own. It's the condition of possibility. Shukolo kolamamaros. Not only is it satum, it includes everything that will eventually emerge from it, the other nine. For kulamikabnachiyusumenu. And not only that, they get their chiyus derech the mama satum. So their expressiveness and their discreteness and particularity and borders come originally from and must be mediated by the Ma'amasatum. Jehu Bracious, Ma'amasatum. Shekolo Kolamamos. Kolamakam Chesnum. The Hakavod shall Ma'amasatum. The properties of the Kavod parallel the properties of the speech act. If the speech act is silence, then the properties of the kavod mirror that. Satum v'ne'elam b'tachlis ha'hastara. It's just not revealed and available. Umisham, and from that kavod, he mekabem ha'chiyos. So chiyos comes from the kavod, because that was the purpose of creation. And that covered in the Mama Satum is the mediating, undifferentiated, speechless covered that gives rise to speech and discretion and particularity and the, the individual coverts that come from that. Because if I would look merely at the the covert that is in the nine ma'amarot that are mitgalim, they are sealed to the point they cannot leak, so I can't receive any vitality from them. Otherwise, the Bote of Zara would get their chiyos from them, and they don't. Rak me'amama satum. The chiyos that goes to the tinufim and the avodah Zara comes from there. Because it doesn't make sense. How can you have an A and non-A coexisting? How can you have God's manifesting His covered in the nine expressions of the creation in the world in which the covered is very sealed and non-leaky to prevent grabbing of the Achizonin? At the same time, you do have the chiyos of the chitzonim being supplied and supported by the mamasatum. It's impossible to understand this. So that's the theoretical background. Yeah, what are you thinking? So man now, in his condition, is completely torn apart and he is completely full of doubt. And he looks upon himself reflexively. And he sees how far he is from the kovoid of the Rebbe the vitality in the presence. 
Beshoyel, and now he begins to question. Omavakesh, and he seeks out Ayemekom Kavodom. Have you learned this before? Ayemekom Kavodom. He asked that one question, which is what? What is the question he's asking? Aye, Macomb, Kavodo. I mean, how would that help me if I'm full of fakers and I'm questioning God's justice? My uh, my question wouldn't be Aye. That is, Aye means I need the localization. It's a geographical place and time. A geographical space kind of question. Aye, Macomb, Kavodo. That's been bothering me about really? this story. Where is God? That's Where is God is not a spatial question. Well, how, so how do you know this isn't also like, where is God? Uh -huh. So... Yeah, well, it could be a questioning. Shoyal and Mubakesh, Ayei Mekom The question is justice. Oh, is not his existence. No. I think so, yeah. What's a suffix? About his Ashgacha. Me'acha shiroi v'yatsma shirocha v'mikavoto. Otherwise it wouldn't even have that. He's already in the position with... I sense my distance geographically from the Rabon Shalom because I have all these questions. So then, to help me out, what's Rachok? What spiritual distance is a geographic distance? The long dark night of the soul? That's not geographic, is it? So I'm distant from him because of the Sveikas and the Hirhurim Bilbulim. And I see myself dis distant, and I ask, where is he? Because I have fallen into these places. So, because I... There is this notion of space, right? You fall, you come close. Distance, near. Place, Macomb Kavodo. I don't know, I, I see it as a very spatial thing. The sense of falling. Now comes the radical claim of the Rebbe. The Ze Ze Ikur Tikunu Valioso. Why is this the Tikkun? The mere questioning, where are you? Ari, it's all Ari. So what does the Ari mean by that? I don't know. Yerida is the purpose of the Ari. So the word aye, where are you, right, that Aleph Yud Hey is coming from the place of his kavod. Check this out. Ayeka is aye with a cup. Just like Anochim is aye. is Ayeko without the cuff. Right. Like Anohi is Ani with the cuff. Like Ani is Anohi without the cuff. But he's now saying Aye Makom Kavoto is the Bechina of the Kavod Elion or the Mama Ha'elion. 
So Aye brings me back to that spaceless, formless Mahamasatom which has from which everything derives. It means that by saying Aye Makom Kavodo I am in a transport vehicle trans catapulted back to the Mahamasatom. I have access suddenly to the Mahamasatum. Mm -hmm. The questioning of Aye gets me the access to the yeah, very source. You're in the dark and not in the light and the dark is, is the source of the light, right? The Saturn. Right. So only in the spaces in between do you can you get back to the originary Meaning because source. you're in the place of Hastara in your Sveikas and thing right. and then you can relate the to that. The sounding of that void takes you back to the original sounding that produced it is precisely because of its hiddenness and its helam. Right. He um, vitalizes his, <coughs> his, his, his fallenness. Right. And thereby, and thereby arises the tachlis Why? Right. It's that. Yeah, I like, I like the the musical like metaphor. it's the sounding of his of his descent of the void. It's the calling out in that space. And from there, he's chosimadabik atzmolusham, means I can relate to the mamasatum because I too am in that darkness, right? And that is Machaye Mainafila, meaning if there's a there's a kind of empathy with God's loneliness or God's hiddenness or God's um um hastara and ne'elam. That word ne'elam doesn't just mean Where is Ne'elam? Hastara Right. Ne'lam, to disappear, right? Right. The Lubavitchers talk about that. Olam is... is Ne'lam. They just say, Olam is not absent of God, it's just God's presence in hiding. The Zebechin is Korban Olam. But a world to be worlded is to be blind to the world as world. That's what it means to have a world. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Who's found Rav Nachman very high again? Umechai is the philosopher of Oile Betachlis O'Aliyah. Vezeh Bechinas Korban Ola. Now look what he does with this, because this is what I've been interested in. Shemechape al Hirhur Halev. Everything, gets Everything goes up. Now here or a here, uh, that could be sexual 
or it could be other things. Right? The Gemara and Yuma. My heart flutters. Is that right? Palpitates. Palpitates. We know all about those clippers, right? They make your heart quicken. In that place where your heart is completely surrounded by this clipper, fluttering away, there's some similarity when I'm doing that and when it's being done in the Mama Sotom. It's almost like Aye is also a kind of fluttering of the divine. <laughs> wait, wait, hold off. That's the, that's the four spice. That is, if I am a vakish and soyek aye, makon kavodo, even in the lowly place that I'm at, and I'm crying out aye, zeba atzmo tikuno. That is the tikkun. What what does that mean? I have tikkun for what? For the hero. For the hero or for the fool? <coughs> Tikkun means many different things in Kabbalah. One is fixing, but that's a late meaning of Tikkun. Remember in the Gemara, Hillel said the Prosbol was brought letakein ha'olam. The Prosbol was brought into being to maintain the world financial order. <coughs> Do you remember? The Mishnah? That word ticker doesn't mean fixing something that was broken. As Nashi says, broken. It was, it was tikkun there in the Mishnah means to establish what would otherwise collapse. And here I think zeh tikkuno means it's actually establishing the real world order, which is the deep connection between the Mama Satom and all the spaces that don't fit neatly into the creative urge. All the spaces that are the, like the dustbin of creation. You know, that they said that uh, the Piha Atom, <laughs> right? And that Bein Ashmosh is what was created there, right? So there's this realization that things fall between the cracks. And if things fall between the cracks, then um, man's, man's task is to go into those places. When he falls into those places, to write, try and reconnect them with uh, the, the divine there, to bring out the divine there. That's what I wanted to suggest. <coughs> Can I say that again? Yeah, this is what I'm 
night, a man was crying, Allah, Allah. What? His lips grew sweet with the praising until a cynic said, So I have heard you calling out, but have you ever gotten any response? The man had no answer to that. He quit praying and fell into a confused sleep. He dreamed he saw Khidr, the guide of souls, in a thick green foliage. Why did you stop praising? Because I've never heard anything back. This longing you express is the return message. The grief you cry out from draws you toward union. Your pure sadness that wants help is the secret cut. Listen to the moan of a dog for its master. That whining is the connection. There are love dogs no one knows the name of. Give your life to be one of them. That's a Rumi. One night a man was crying. Love dogs it's called by Rumi. That's right. Right, it's all about rotting. Right. The grief you cry out draws you to union, meaning that is the tikkun. So the tikkun is the longing. It's all about the rotten. Now, he says, (coughs) now now this is what really gets it, getting me and I've been working on now. The zeo bechinus ola, bechinas vaaye haser leola. So we had first said this is the Bechina of Oila in which the carbon is Mechape al Hirhur Halev. Yitzchok is now in a state of questioning. Daddy, where is the sta- the, where is the, as- the Haseh Oila? Shebe Bechinas he Bechinas Se Oila. So Aye now is no longer looking for where is God, but it's paralleled midrashically with the Ola is, we said before, the Kapara for the Hirhur. And the Se Ola is the substitute for my Hirhurim. So he's reading it like that. That the Aye is the Se for the Ola? It's the Bechina of the Seh. He's reading it not as a quote, but as a statement. Aye yes. equals Haseh Yes. That, the, that the, the speech act, the speech act of Aye, right, is the Bechina of the Seh Le'ola. The Takin Le'chapeh Aleh. What does Baratayish mean? He created the lamb. Taish is a lamb. The you. So Baratayish connects straight to the Arcado. Yeah, so that's and they say so that the the ser was right. The what? Created in Benishmash. So. So that's how he connects Mama Satum to the Seh. Aye is the Seh that through which through which I can transport Ola. I can go back up to the Mama Satum. Because the Seh is the Taish that was brought uh, uh, created with the word Bereshis. But as far as I'm concerned, I want to go into the state of mind of Yitzchak. Mm. That is, 
when he's asking Aye Haseo Lo He realizes he's the sacrifice. He, right, I mean I don't I'm not sure I mean it's a setup. He knows he's the sacrifice because there is no ser. So what is he asking? He's thirty seven years old. They're climbing this mountain, there is no ser. So what is he asking? He's voicing his disquiet. <coughs> Rebbe is saying that Yitzhak is doing what we're doing when we are in the darkness. When we cry out, Aye, we are being gifted the path that Yitzhak trod right in the beginning of history. So in that mythic space where the archetype of Aye is Isaac, we too can access whatever he accessed. And the question is, what did he access by crying out, Aye Haseha That's my question. He has done something there that is a gift to all future generations who fall into these Makomos. Something to know. Well, that's it's not clear from Reb Nachman, but, but uh, you're reading this as not merely a linguistic connection, but a thematic one. He doesn't really talk about Yitzhak. No. And the question is, what, what happened to him when he was the Seir for the Olar? Now, for me, he looked upon that which he should not gaze. What, Yitzhak? Yes. And and Ga and Gaia, Ga Ga gosh, in uh, Herodotus, right? He talks uh, about yeah, he, Gang, uh, the ring of of uh, Gyges. She says to him, "Now you have gazed upon what you you have to choose: either kill the king or marry me, or die, because right. you have gazed upon that." He and looked upon he looked upon the Shechina. That's what the Sefer Yitzhira says. Oh, and he, really? Yes, and he was blinded, or the tears of the Malachim fell into his eyes. Right? He, but he survived. That's, to me, what is Yitzhak saying? Oh, yes, because you are the Seh. So, in what way is the crying out more than just a philosophical question or an existential cry to the extent that I surrender to that carbon like Isaac did is the degree to which I may gaze upon that which no man could gaze upon and still survive that is the Satum he's looking at he's looking into the divine and he's blinded by it. There's no question. He's blinded by it. Hershey says he sees a reflection of himself up there. Who does he see? Right at the end of his page on the Sefi Yitzira, Hershey says he sees that which could not be seen, which is a mirror image. And you know, I I could I just couldn't bring myself to go that far. I don't know what he sees, but. Whatever he sees is his soul expires out of longing. So I wanted to suggest that that 
to the degree I can be in the Makomos Hamatunofim or the Bate of and connect with the Chius that comes from God even in my dark place by crying out Aye, that is, I am still longing or I'm still searching or I to the degree to which I can see the Ribona Shalolom even in the dirt is the degree to which I can access something much higher than what has been allotted into creation. I don't think you see him in dirt. I think you don't see him. I think that's where the IA comes from. Correct. How can you see him in the dirt? Obviously, the next question, how can you see them? It's through the seeing in the absence. It's seeing God in the absence. Seeing. I don't see the seeing here. Uh-huh. It's a cry. It's a crying out for him in the in his absence, right? Yeah. It's in his absence in which I cry that I somehow have unbelievable access to a place in his rot zone. Because that Mama Satum is the is the rot zone to create the world. And now he says, well, that, that's, all, that's what Shuvah is about. Meaning... <coughs> My asking Aye is my teshuva, not in the sense of penitence, but my in sense of the answer. It is the answer. The answer is in the longing. There must be doubt. I don't know how this is related to the IA business. I just don't know. Um, wow, it seems on first glance to say that Eitzadas Tovarah is this ambivalent, like the realm of right and wrong. Right, discursive, analytical, either or. That Because at the beginning <coughs> you said that Sefer will lead you into... Yeah, so that's that comes first, and then when that gets um, clarified or distilled, then you reach it to find. The tree of life is the tree of life. It's a good turn, no? Yeah. yeah. 